This is Red FM's News Extra, Cork's brand new daily news podcast. It's Thursday lunchtime. I'm Jamie O'Hara with Red FM's daily news podcast. Summer holidays could be a possibility this year, according to an Irish airline executive. Here's how Lana O'Connor reported that story earlier today. The founder and chair of airline CityJet believes people will be able to travel abroad this summer. It's after the EU announced plans to create a vaccine passport to help restore freedom of movement within the bloc for citizens. The Irish government's advice remains that no non-essential travel can take place. The digital certificate will show if a person has been vaccinated against COVID-19, received a negative test result or recovered from the virus. Pat Byrne of CityJet claims travel is now looking more likely. I, I think there's a huge pressure building out there from, you know, pent-up pressure of people uh, have a demand to, to, to want to travel, to need to travel. Um, I think that is eventually going to hold sway on, on political leadership. Um, I think that, yes, I am hopeful that there will be travel this summer maybe midsummer, from midsummer on, but I think we are going to see travel this summer. The Chief Executive of the Irish Travel Agents Association, Pat Dawson, says the prospect of travel coming back is a huge relief to the industry. It could be uh, the saviour of 205 Irish companies, 3,500 Irish jobs in, in the country, and also I hope it's the saviour for the, the many thousands of, of pilots, the many thousands of, of people working in uh, hospitality, because when we start selling seats outbound, inbound people will come into Ireland and help that economy and to us that's as important as the outbound. Protest against gender-based violence is taking place in the city centre today. Feminist group Rosa organised a demonstration following the death of Sarah Everard in England earlier this month. This is how we reported that story earlier today. More than half of women in Ireland say they would not use public transport after dark due to safety concerns. Research from Transport Infrastructure Ireland shows over a quarter of women in Dublin reported being verbally harassed or made to feel uncomfortable on some transport services. It comes as protests are planned to take place in Cork, Limerick and Galway later today over gender-based violence organised by socialist feminist group ROSA. Chief Executive of the Dublin Rape Crisis Centre is Nolene Blackwell. She says there needs to be adequate access to security on public transport. There's something about public transport that makes people very vulnerable because there's nowhere to hide on public transport a lot of the time. And there is that sense that women feel that they have to take these additional precautions on public transport. Catch up on Cork with our new daily news podcast, Red FM News Extra. The number of Irish winners at Cheltenham stands at 11 at the halfway stage. Trainer Henry de Bromhead won yesterday's feature, the champion chase with Put the Kettle On. And the Waterford handler saddles the exciting Envoy Allen in today's Marsh Novices Chase. The horse was recently moved by owners Cheverley Park Stud to de Bromhead's yard from the Gordon Elliott stable. Meanwhile, Manchester United, Arsenal, Tottenham and Rangers can all secure a place in the quarterfinals of the Europa League tonight. United head to Italy with their tie with AC Milan finally poised at one all. That encounter has an 8pm kickoff time, as does Rangers clash with Slavia Prague. Steven Gerrard's side have home advantage after a one all draw in the first leg. Before that, at 5-6, Tottenham are 2-0 up going into their away clash with Dinamo Zagreb. At the same time, their London rivals Arsenal host Olympiacos with a 3-1 cushion from the first leg. And that's your sport with sportnation.bet. The five biggest stories in Cork today. This is Red FM's News Extra. Many, many people, the papers suggesting thousands, according to the examiner, who showed up at the lock yesterday afternoon with the beautiful weather um, and had a bit of a get-together 
and a party. We had one video of a guy who dive-bombed into the lock itself, took a big run and just... Um, and then there was there's more um, video footage uh, of the crowds. One of them is, at one stage, the big crowd is doing the ole, ole, ole. Um, local councillor uh, Mick Finn, uh, you live in the area, don't you? Yeah, Neil, I uh, took a, a drive down that, that uh, toward the lock, uh, maybe what happens two, three o'clock uh, uh, yesterday. Um, and, you know, it was beginning, you could see that it was beginning to surge in terms of people uh, sitting sitting down, you know, enjoying the sunshine. And there were, you know, lots of mixed groups. There were families with small kids walking around the inner circle as well. But an hour later then, you had literally hundreds of people flocking there with, with slabs and with bags of drink. And it could have, it was a different scenario altogether within the space of two hours. Yeah. Um, I've, seen, I've seen the videos, um, and just to compare them to, say, last year, there seemed to be an awful lot more people there St. Patrick's afternoon than, say, last summer. Would I be right? Yeah, look, we had a huge problem there in the summer that it kind of escalated and evolved over time. I think the problem with today is, you know, obviously people are, are within 5K restrictions. You know, there's few enough places to go. It was a very good um, day weather-wise. You would say Patrick's Day, a lot of people are off. And I think people had the idea, you know, we'll go to the lock, we'll sit down, we'll have a few drinks there instead of going to a parade in town or whatever. And, you know, it just think so many people had the same idea and literally hundreds, if not thousands, you know, over the course of the afternoon, flocked to a kind of relatively small area, camped out and, and you know, had kind of, you know, started drinking and had parties. Now, the, when I was there, uh, there were, I'd say, maybe eight to ten Gardaí present, um, you know, at various points of the lock. So there was a considerable presence there and they were trying to kind of dissipate the crowd um, and stop people and fight people for drinking, which they did. Fine people. Um, did, they, it, did you see them actually doing that? Yes, I did, and I actually heard of one or two people who were fined, so that they were doing that. Uh, I also heard that there were a number of residents in the area, uh, Lockview Terrace, uh, where people were urinating against the walls, actually brought out brushes and, and bats of water for people to clean up after them, you know, which was interesting. Um, but again, the problems that you had, those problems in the summer, uh, were kind of, you know, at a different level today um, on St. Patrick's Day. St. Patrick's just... Day was a, a lot more people, a lot worse, you're saying? Yes, it was. It was. Yeah. Um, okay. And I think, you know, yeah. I suppose during the summer as well, Neil, you have people coming at different days and, you know, you have stretches of weather. Today, it was one day in our national holiday when people were kind of looking for t- something to do and just, they all just seemed to congregate on the lock. Okay, but can you blame them? I mean, they can't go with outside of 5K. If it was maybe 10 or 20K, not everybody would be gathering in the one area. Um, this is the yeah. second St. Patrick's weekend that people have been denied. Young people possibly are going to be denied their second summer. Yeah, I mean, look, that is a consideration. But the, the issue here, Neil, is that, you know, no alcohol is, is are, you know, consumed or, or on the, or is allowed to be consumed or held in the lock. And we have a bylaw there that's not being enforced. You know, it was being enforced partially today when people were being fined for, for drinking. Get the Red FM News Extra podcast wherever you get your podcast or on redextra.ie.